Let's take a minute. I want you to look around. Look at the crowd here in, in this, this park. That brought us tonight. Are we okay? All right. I'm going to keep trying. <laughs> but it wasn't politics that brought us bigger than nationalities. We're gathered as people. People that God loves. People that God has done everything back to his family. And that's why we're here tonight. Christmas Eve in Florida. It is like no other. Moved here from Wisconsin. And I will say this. It's a lot more comfortable right here. I'm telling you. You know, Christmas Eve, <clears throat> you're like 2020. There is something special about meeting together tonight. You know, when you and hope. I mean, every child here is waiting for me to be quiet so they can go home. Maybe open a gift. Hope and anticipation. There's new perspective. It's been that way since the very beginning. New perspectives from the very beginning. A new mom and dad having to lie their baby in the only place available, a manger, a feeding trough. For and here we are at the end of 2020, literally the most unique year, the most unique year of our generation. No doubt, 2020 has created havoc. Do you want me to use that one? Oh, the technical problems of being outdoors. So here we are. It's a unique year. It is, it is one of the most unique ever. And it's created havoc. There's been Every single person has faced change in ways they never could have imagined. But at the same time, it is a year of new perspectives and new, new beginnings. Like 2020 has opened up our eyes to needs that we never saw. We're actually hungry in the Avalon Park community. That at our church, we have been providing bags of food to people who need it. And we have given out bags of food. Opened our eyes. It's also opened our eyes uh, to see the, the amount of love that is in the community. Where neighbor after neighbor would come and bring toilet paper or food to people they didn't even know because those people were stuck inside. I mean, 2020 has revealed new perspectives. It's revealed, it's revealed in us an unhealthy appetite for activity. I mean, quarantines have forced us to slow down and to live in the moment a little bit more, at least once. Yeah, a lot. Tw there's twice. I had somebody tell me their third quarantine, they were ready to give it up. Feeling that uh, years from now, we're going to look back at 2020. And it's not just going to be a, a, a memory of, of loss, and it's not the old ways where we got to go around without masks and where we got to be in groups of people. We're not going to just remember that. I have a feeling beginnings, communities gathering together, like on Christmas Eve. I mean, I feel like this right here is probably one of the most beautiful ways to close the 20 year, us together. So Christmas, the Christmas story that you heard John read just a few minutes ago, which by the way, I am so, yeah, people are clapping, I agree. You get the voice, I have the voice of an elf, and it is the truth, and I am so jealous. But Christmas, I mean, it, it began so being born to two unmarried parents who were forced to travel 90 miles from home in Mary's ninth month of pregnancy. He was surrounded by strangers, including smelly shepherds and smellier animals. You, you know, ladies, imagine in that day, Mary is there and, and she's giving birth to her first child and her mother's not even there. She has nobody to, to talk her through what's going on, nobody to hold her hair. And then Jesus is born, and he spends that first night in that feeding trough. And, and we don't know how long they stayed in Bethlehem, but it appears it was a while. 
But then as Jesus, you know, in his to Egypt, and then they moved to Nazareth, and so he, was, he had moved a lot. But then landing in Nazareth, the place where it all started, Mary and Joseph and Jesus living in a town where they felt entirely disgraced. You know, I think that Christmas is such a, a wonderful time of the year for for many, you know, there's memories of, of the past and being a kid and all of that. But for Joseph, I mean, think about what Christmas was, his reputation. Christmas was the day when, when Joseph decided that he was going to marry a pregnant girl, taking on the shame and judgment of an entire community. And for Mary, a young teenage girl, Christmas was the day she gained the reputation of disgrace. See, they knew their child would be called illegitimate, and he was. Jesus was called that. I mean, nobody believed that they had seen angels. No, nobody believed. Yet that is exactly how God chose to reveal himself, to humble himself in humility and selflessness, even disgrace, and eventually in death. You know, there's another beginnings. Because it was about 270 years after that first Christmas that a Greek man named Nicholas was born in a large coastal city in what is now his parents died in an awful pandemic. They were Christians who gave up their lives to help the diseased. Nicholas discovered and the example of the so many Christians who all died helping sick people during that pandemic. Sick people they didn't even know. Sacrifice eventually led so many people to Christ that the Roman Empire was forced to legalize belief in Jesus. And as an adult, respected in the community. He lived such a Christ-like life that he was elected bishop of the town of Mira. But when he was elected, Christian so he was imprisoned for his belief in Jesus. And it was while he was in prison that Christianity was made legal. And then once freed from prison, he lived a life of generosity across the Roman Empire. It was told how he once begged for food for the poor. There, there was this story about how he raised money as a dowry so that they could afford to get married because they were raised in a poor household. And then there was this repeated story about how Nicholas to poor children. See, the stories were that Nicholas constantly gave away everything he had and everything he inspired so many people, in fact, that aside from the biblical characters, there are more European churches named after St. Nicholas than any other person. What, what we see is humble beginnings are so powerful. They often shape and form humble people to inspire the world and bless the world. God used an orphan in a pandemic to bless the poor in a city, arousing a movement 1,700 years later. Why did he do this? Because Jesus did this, and he wanted to be like Jesus. He had given his life to Jesus, and Jesus and Nicholas wanted to do the same. See that? That's what Christmas is about. There is this, this uh, book in the New Testament called Philippians that this letter to to Christians who were being persecuted in a city in, in Greece. And he said these words about Christmas that I think are so powerful for us. He said that in, in Philippians chapter 2, though Jesus was God, did not think of equality with God as something to hang on to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He was born as a human being. And when he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God throughout his life and died a criminal's death on a cross. Think about that first Christmas. It was embarrassing. Mangers, unmarried parents. But when Jesus was born, he identified with us in the depths of our embarrassment. Have you ever been embarrassed? 
Jesus knows how you feel. He, he identified with us. He identifies with us in our separations and estrangements from other people. He, he understands what it's like to be betrayed. You know, it was through the humility of Christmas that God restored and me, a people who now, through his spirit, can love others more than we love ourselves, a people who can sacrifice our possessions and our lives for the sake of others, even people we don't know, helping others experience God's love and the kind he created us to experience from the beginning. Why do we do this? Why do we seek to be this kind of people? Because that's what Jesus did, and we want to be just like him, because that's what God is like, always been like, a God who would die for us who would do everything necessary to get his family back. So tonight, hundreds of us gather together in a park, in town park. We join, we join millions, maybe hundreds of millions, maybe even billions of people around the world today celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. God, you know, some tonight are worshiping him publicly. Some tonight, like we are, some tonight are worshiping privately. We have people right now who this is streaming uh, at home. There are some around the world tonight who are worshiping and celebrating and remembering Jesus in secret because they're not allowed. But the Savior of the world, a Savior who knows what it's like to be human, and a Savior who reveals that God is not merely some distant creator, but he is Abba, which is the Hebrew and Arama the Aramaic word for daddy who loves us and walks with us right through the messes we've created ourselves, and he walks right with us through the messes that we aren't responsible for at all. God is. So in spite of your past, in spite of your failures, God is with you. That's what Emmanuel reminds us of, that God draws near to those who keep trying to run away. That Christmas reminds us that, that we don't even, we don't have to answer to God for our sin anymore by someone else, someone worthy, Jesus, the Messiah lying in a manger, Jesus, crucified Lord, Jesus the risen king, Jesus. He's the one through whom our sins are forgiven. Jesus is the one through whom we are able to be reconciled with God. There are people here who you feel far away from God. There are people here who maybe you've just rejected him your whole life. He says, come, he welcomes you back. Scared and distant, maybe even if you feel angry or misunderstood, God invites you to experience his presence, his peace. Jesus makes it possible for all of us to come back to the family we were originally created for. That's what Christmas is all about. Reconciliation, being back to us, a child is born. For unto us, a son is given. Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. Whether it be good and bad, you know, whether uh, Jesus is with us in the midst of finding a new love or getting accepted into our favorite college. He, he's there with us when our babies are born. But... God is also with us through the quarantines and positive COVID tests and me through the death of loved ones and broken hearts and betrayals and in, even in divorces. God is with us when bad news changes everything. Jesus is God with us and he was born for us. I want to invite the band and the worship team to come up. But, you know, Jesus, God with us is one who provides hope that this is not the end. That 2020, Jesus is God who died for us, but didn't stay dead. See, this is what's so beautiful about Christmas, is that we see a baby. We see God doing something brand new, but Jesus did die for us, but he didn't stay dead. He rose again. See, 
We serve a God who makes new life out of rubble, the God who brings peace to chaos, and the God who will one day right all wrongs. So on the eve of Christmas, to welcome Jesus into your everyday life, to experience the peace and hope, and then be It's been a tough year. It's been a long year. It's been a short year. I can't figure out whether it's short or long because I think back, we started wearing masks and we were worried about them. Yet it feels like just yesterday we were doing this last Christmas. So as we gather together tonight and tomorrow with, with people around you, I want to encourage you to be like Jesus, to be a peacemaker, love. Don't argue. Don't push your way. I want to encourage you this, this Christmas to seek relationship over being right. I want to encourage you to have a spirit where you serve each other this Maybe read the, the, the Christmas story that you heard just a few minutes ago from Pastor John. It's in Luke chapter 2, or if you don't, don't know where that is, you can always just uh, watch the Charlie, because he does a pretty good job. I want to invite you to stand. We're going to sing one more song together tonight. It's to be a time of just uh, of, of worship as we come and adore him. And I also want to invite you to say yes to Jesus tonight. Jesus, you are the fulfillment of the story of the Jewish scriptures all the way back to Abraham. Abraham, that he, through him, the nations would be blessed. You were that blessing. And here we are, the nations, celebrating Christmas tonight. There are a lot of different people going through a lot of different things. But God, I pray that even as we talk about Christmas and we, sell, we remember Christmas, and may that story, that, that, that history capture our hearts commit to follow you and to help others find and experience the love and peace and joy that you provide to the ends of the earth. In your name we pray. Amen. Would you